so, so what is this good news and who is it actually for? God has a plan that reunites me, you and us with him in friendship here on this earth. What, what? But it just makes me happy. Even just thinking about this, that I can actually have a friendship relationship with God. That's the good news. We've um, been looking at a particular scripture and uh, I've quoted from it a few times and I'm going to again now. It's in Luke chapter 4 and it's verse 18 and 19 and this is what it says. This is Jesus speaking about himself. And he says something quite strange um, that we can read over really quickly if, if we don't take time to look at it. And this is, this is what he says. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. And I want to stop right there. Because we read that phrase, good news to the poor. Now, now my brain automatically goes to, to place, what, what, what would be good news to people who are poor? Um, is he going to tell them they've won Lotto 649? So they've this week won $23 million? And why is it just the poor? I mean, that seems a bit discrimination in there. Like, so is it only good news for the poor? I mean, really? Is, is that what we actually believe that Jesus is saying here? The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. So, so what is this good news? And who is it actually for? Well, there's, there's some great hints in here, you see, because in Luke and uh, chapter 24, same writer as Luke chapter 4, um, in Luke chapter 24 and verse 47, it says this, and this is what Jesus is talking about when he talks about this message of good news. He says, this message will be preached to all nations. Now, not all nations on the earth are poor, so it can't just mean uh, the poor. It, it it means everybody. Well, don't particularly class myself as poor. Um, now, some people might, but 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 I don't. I look at look at the things that I have, and I look at the the clean water that comes out of my tap. I look at the 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 things that I can buy. I, I look at the money that I can have in my pocket. I can I look at the credit cards that I can have. I don't I don't look um, at myself as poor. But but you see, the Bible definition is very diff different, and there's a massive hint to what the Bible classifies as poor in Matthew uh, chapter five and verse three ish. Uh, and Jesus is sitting down again and he's teaching people and he says these very strange words. He says this, blessed are the poor in spirit who realize their need of him, God. Blessed are the poor in spirit who realize that they need him. Now just think about that for a minute. 
Jesus classifies anybody who doesn't have God as poor. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's quite a reclassification of, of how we look at wealth. And, and Jesus in this statement, blessed are the poor in spirit, those people who realize their need of him. Why? Because if they realize their need of God, they're, they're on the first steps to the road to actually receiving God into their life. And, and that's good news. So, so, but, but what is the good news? If it's, if it's for everybody, um, then, then what actually is the good news? Well, you see, we've done a poor job with this as, as the church because good news is not just acknowledging that a historical event took place, although that's huge. Um, it's not just that. It's, it's not just asking and receiving forgiveness, although that is huge. It's not just um, having my guilt removed, <laughs> although that is huge. It's, it's not just avoiding hell, although that is also huge. It's not just that. Well, if it's not just those things, oh, oh well, well, maybe, maybe is it having peace of mind? No, it's not just having peace of mind. And, and if it's not all of these things, if it's not just all of those things, what more is there? Well, what if what if the good news is actually that I get reunited to God in friendship? What, what, if that is, what if that is the good news? That all of a sudden, because of God's plan, because God absolutely refuses to do nothing about the destructive nature of human beings, God totally refuses to sit back and do nothing about the lostness of human beings. And, and so he has this plan that reunites us in friendship with him. Now, the amazing thing about this is that when that happens, all the huge things come along with it as a package. So, I get forgiveness, which is huge. I get freedom from guilt, which is huge. I get, I get peace of mind, which is huge. And I also get to avoid going to hell, which is huge. But I get all those things because God has a plan that reunites me, you and us with him in friendship here on this earth. What, what? I don't think there's a, a Greek interpretation of what, what, but it just makes me happy. Even just thinking about this, that I can actually have a friendship relationship with, with God. That's the good news.
Now, why is that important? Why, why does it matter? Well, it matters because of this. Because it helps us to start to wrestle with three of the biggest questions that human beings face on this earth. Number one being this. Why am I here? Where did I come from? What's my purpose and destiny? Those three questions are the big questions of life. Why am I here? Where did I come from? And what's my purpose and destiny? You see, and if we cannot begin to try to understand, and if we cannot begin to try to address those questions, then we actually lose hope. And when we lose hope, the best that we can possibly do in our human brokenness is, is to have temporary distractions in our life. And that, that's, a, that's a rinse and repeat process. Because every temporary distraction that we have, by its nature, is just temporary. So every new relationship that I have with a, with a partner, um, w when it becomes stale and, and the temporary, uh, the temporariness of, of that fades and the, and the distraction of that fades, I've got to get a new partner. When the distraction of driving a new car, uh, fades, I, I have to get a new car. When, when, when the distraction, the temporary distraction of my new toys fades, I've got to get new new toys when the when the the temporary distraction of making my first fortune um fades i've got to get a new fortune and so it's a totally rinse and repeat process that robs humanity of its real hope and when all that ends all we have is despair and that's why there's such an increase in the tragedy that comes from people taking their own life in suicide. That's why there's an increase in, in, in the tragedy that happens and is visited upon families when people get caught up in substance abuse. Why? Because they're trying to numb the, the need and the desire for these temporary distractions. They're trying to numb the loss of real hope. They're trying to numb the fact that we have no real joy in us. That it depends on outside things. It depends on how we respond to happenstance, which is where the word happiness comes from. And, and so we have to keep refilling that in a rinse and repeat. And the good news that comes from Jesus. And by the way, good news and gospel in the Bible are totally interchangeable terms. So the Gospels, uh, especially Mark, when he writes it, he said, this is the good news. This is the gospel, the good news of the life of Jesus. And, and he writes that. And those two terms, good news and gospel, are interchangeable for all sorts of linguistic reasons that we don't really care about at the moment. But this good news, this gospel uh, of the promise of friendship from God comes to us to remove that emptiness that we're trying to fill, to remove the hopelessness that we have, to give us real joy that comes from deep within, inspired from God himself in our lives and reunites me in friendship with God and all the other huge stuff that comes with it. Now, the, that's good, good news. 
Now, the, the, the strange thing about this good news is, is that it has to be rediscovered by every generation. I was talking with somebody about this today. Uh, we were sitting outside uh, Mile One Eatery in the sunshine and, and we were chatting about why, why does each generation have to rediscover this for themselves? It's quite simple, you see, because language evolves. The way we talk to each other and about each other evolves. Our worldviews change and they evolve. Our cultures shift. And the big issues today were not the big issues of 100 years ago. The big issues today are not the big issues of 20 years ago. The big issues today are not the talked about big issues of 10 years ago. The big issues today were not actually the big issues of 14 months ago. So each generation has to rediscover this good news for themselves. But when they get it and they grasp it, all of a sudden we realize that we can have this incredible connection with God, a touchable, tangible relationship with a deity that wants to be involved in the details of my life on a day-to-day basis. That is good news. Now, to some people, they might think, well, hang on a minute. Um, it doesn't sound like good news to me. Well, let's think about those three questions. What am I doing here? Why am I here? Where did I come from? What happens if, when you put your head on your pillow at night and for those last 10 minutes, last 10 minutes of night, just before you fall asleep, when you know that you know that you know, you know deep in here that your life is worth more than just being an accident. Who put that knowledge there? What happens when you're about to close your eyes and you ask those big questions, why am I here? What if our purpose on this earth is to be reunited with God in friendship and to bring glory to God, because that's what the Bible says. What if that's true? And what, what about my purpose and destiny? What's my final destiny? What if my final destiny is to, to live here on this earth in friendship with God, and then, as Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27 says, that I actually get to stand and I meet God face to face. Wouldn't it be brilliant to come to that meeting with God as your friend? What if that's my destiny and purpose on this earth? And I can have it here and now. And God gives us his invitation because he absolutely refuses to let my end and your end and our end as human beings, the end of our life to continue into lostness, to continue into confusion and to continue into ultimate destruction. God refuses to sit back and let that happen. Somebody once said that that's how you measure grace. By the fact that God refuses to sit back and do nothing and leave us without hope. He refuses to leave me in the mess that I'm in. And he says, Phil, I've got a plan for you on this earth and for the future.
Wow, what a thought. To preach good news to the poor. You see, when, when I think about this like this, I realize how poor I am with all my wealth. I have a car outside. I, I grab the keys. I go sit in it. I, I turn the key. It starts. Whew, that's rich. But if I don't have God, all I've got is a car that starts. That's all I've got. Got a car that starts. I've, I've got a house. Got a family who oh, I love dearly and a wife that I'm so proud of and who loves me dearly and I love dearly. I, I have all of that stuff, but it's empty if my end is still lostness and if my end is still confusion and if my end is still destruction. So in all my wealth, I am poor in spirit if I don't have this friendship with God. And right now, right now, as I'm talking to you about this, I know that for some of you listening to this, this echoes truth in your life. You know right now that as I'm talking about this, that that describes your existence with all the wealth that you have, with all the advantage that you have, with all the education that you have, with all the things that are good that are happening in your life that you have, you're still poor because you don't have friendship with God. The ultimate end of our life has not changed. All we've managed to do is make the journey from the cradle to the grave a little bit more palatable. And God comes and he says, but I have good news. And you know what? That's what we celebrate in a few weeks at Easter. We celebrate the fact of Jesus' birth, his life, his death and his resurrection. That Through that, he bought us the ability to have friendship with God. Now, I don't know where you are right now. I don't know. I'm sitting in an empty church. This church needs people in it. And in a few weeks, we'll have people back in here. Um, I don't know where you are right now. But I want to invite you to pray with me. Because as I've been talking, I know that some of you have been thinking, that describes my life. It does. It describes my life. And um, I want to pray for us me too. I want to pray for me. I want to pray for you. Um, that we begin our friendship with God. This is good news. It's good news. <laughs> our planet needs good news. So let's, let's pray together. So Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you will allow this good news to soak into my life. I pray uh, that, that I realize that I am poor without this good news. I am poor without friendship with you. So God, please give me forgiveness, a huge gift. Give me, give me freedom from guilt, that huge gift. Give me peace of mind, that huge gift. Help me. Thank you for the promise that I avoid hell that huge gift, but more than that. 
through the death and resurrection of your son, Jesus, I ask you to give me friendship with you. Oh God, I need friendship with you. Father, we pray this in and through the name of your precious son, Jesus, who died to make this plan possible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It just makes me happy to pray that. It just makes me happy. It's like I pray myself happy. Every time I pray the prayer, I pray myself happy. Now, now listen, if you've prayed that prayer today, um, I, don't, I don't know, go to somebody that you know who, who is, a, is a follower of Jesus, even, even if they keep messing it up. Go to them, tell them. If you, if you want to, if you want to phone us or contact us at the church, you can do that. You can you can find out um, emails. You can find out phone numbers. They're they're right on our website. But tell somebody that you prayed that prayer and you meant it today, and begin to walk in friendship with God on this earth. It's an incredible privilege, and it's the good news that Jesus was talking about. Hey, bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, God be with you. He's our friend. Amen. Trust in Jesus' name
alone Faultless stand before the throne 